Hello. I was wondering if I might trouble you for a cup of strong black coffee and in the process engage you with an anecdote of no small amusement. To another episode of Nerdyverse here at Nerd Herder. I am J Dub. And I am Boop. And uh, we're doing something different because you can see us. Right. Um, but it wouldn't be too uh, different if you have been hanging out with us for the past few months. We've done a few live streams and we're back. Uh, we're also back to podcasting. This is not our first episode of the new year, but it is one we're very excited about because we're doing a lot of cool new things. And part of those new things involve this. Welcome to this. this. Right. For you here now. Welcome. Uh, This is live. We're in your face. You're in our face or you're in our hearts, really. Uh, For those in the future. (laughs) Yeah. Get get a cardiologist. Uh, For those of you in the future, uh, you can't see us because you're you're listening to this in your ears or maybe you're watching this on YouTube either way. But just know uh, we aren't mad, but we are disappointed that you didn't tune in live on Fridays. Uh, for the foreseeable future to catch Nerd Herder live, uh, talking about Star Wars, talking about not Star Wars, this, that, and the other. Um, but we're not just doing that. We've been doing that for three, however many years. It gets old. It gets stale. Eventually, you got to bring somebody else into the relationship, right? So we're doing that for a season. We're going to be introducing some new people into the bedroom, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, and so without further ado, <laughs> we're going to introduce... Two of our lovely guests, uh, there's only two, uh, for this evening. I'm right? here. I'm a lovely you guest. You are here. Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm concerned. Is uh, what I am. <laughs> we are happily married. Let me... We are. <laughs> uh, no, so, uh, yeah, without further ado, Connor. Hi, Connor. Hello. How are you, sir? Welcome to the bedroom, apparently. I'm, I'm good. It's good to be in a bedroom. I'm actually <laughs> in a bedroom right now. See, so I wasn't so... lying. You weren't lying. No, <laughs> not intentionally. Awesome. Well, we're excited to have Connor. We also have Michael. Michael. It's me. I'm Michael. And I'm not <laughs> in a bedroom. You could be. Good to know. I have you a wanna, recliner. You, you, That's the closest thing I have to a bed. Your nightmare recliner. <laughs> yeah, you my nightmare up. chair, as I like to call it. If, feel free to drop your exact Google location. Um, you know, Don't be afraid. Uh, they'll find you. I'll put it in the chat real quick. There you go. Okay, go for it. Um, and, and please do make use of the chat, folks that are tuning in and coming on, uh, all of that good stuff. Uh, we're going to be chatting, but we're going to be chatting mostly with ourselves yeah. uh, because we've got uh, some exciting content uh, to discuss, uh, at least exciting to this crew, because we were all very happily, uh, uh, we were all very eager to join together, join forces, um, and discuss Spider-Man, No Way Home. Yes, that's what really brought us here. Not the bedroom antics. <laughs> I'm just no, here it, for the Spider-Man. <laughs> it was a young, athletic lad that brought us together here tonight. Um, <laughs> and also Spider-Man. <laughs> right, not just Connor. <laughs> no, you're talking Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. You know, two different people, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Spooderman. Yeah. Dang. No. Uh, Spider-Man, you mean the guy who stole that guy's pizzas? <laughs> right? Yeah. And he, I hear he killed Mysterio. Right? What? My goodness. So, uh, yeah. I hear he helped an old lady across the street. He and ab- she bought him a trip. I heard he could do a flip. I, I, I heard that's like all he does. Right? If, <laughs> hey, do a flip. Okay, if either one of you right now can like take a few steps back and do a flip, I will Venmo you $5. Nobody's got time for that. If I $5. could, I would. <laughs> $5 for a flip. Go. Go for if it. If I no. could do a flip, I would be doing a flip every single show I'm on. Like, I'm going to flip these tables in a minute. No. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, the triumphant and long-awaited finale to the Spider-Man MCU trilogy. Um, I guess the finale to all Spider-Mans, uh, technically? Bum, bum, bum. Maybe. Um, I don't know. We'll discuss that part later. But did you guys realize that we've had 20 years of Spider-Mans? Yeah. In film. In film. 
we've had a lot more we've actually that. had more years than that if you count the 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 70s live action show where some of that got the ads no one released. does or or that japanese one but no no yeah. one no one counts those I do. uh spider-man wasn't real to, until toby Maguire. <laughs> go wow <laughs> no uh, just but, a yeah. myth. <laughs> so uh what are your, what are you, you guys overall feelings on mcu spider-man tom holland all of that this this journey we've been on for the last six years 2014 i think was when he debuted in 2015 uh, i think was civil war. i think it was no civil 2016 war. was civil war 16 yeah 2016. none of us You're can right. do math uh, no. clearly <laughs> a <laughs> okay. time ago a time ago a long time ago in a galaxy far far away oh, this wrong one. show this um, one specifically however many years how do you guys feel about this young lad <laughs> connor you want to go first go michael i'm not the spider-man guy here Okay. All right. Um, so Tom Holland as Spider-Man, I think he is the, the best Spider-Man. Cause I feel like the general consensus is Toby was a great Peter kind of iffy as Spider-Man. Andrew was a great Spider-Man kind of iffy as Peter. I think Tom Holland's the best of both worlds, but up to this point, I haven't been loving MCU Spider-Man. I wow. was, I, I liked seeing him in Civil War a whole lot. And I thought Homecoming and Far From Home were good, but there was something that I still can't put my finger on that I just didn't love about them. Um, they were good movies. I liked them, but I wasn't as crazy about them. Uh, and then No Way Home kind of changed all of that by now becoming not only my favorite MCU movie, maybe my favorite superhero movie. Dang. We're gonna Better have than to... Ghost Rider? Michael, that's not I, hard. Believe it or not, I have not actually watched Ghost Rider. <laughs> Good for you, don't, Michael. But don't. if you ever want to talk to me about the director's cut of Ben Affleck's Daredevil, I got you. I do the though. superior cut. It it's, is that it is actually the, a pretty good movie. It's the prime rib of Ben Affleck. I mean, really? Wow, that's a take. <laughs> uh, what about you, Connor? Um, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I'm not. I didn't grow up with Spider Man. Star Wars was kind of my thing, still is, and I I've funny enough, um, I've become sort of like a retroactive, like still pretty casual Spidey fan, because I hadn't watched the uh, Toby movies in a long time. Mm. I'd never seen the Andrew Garfield movies only thing to this day no no i've seen no i watched him before my second viewing okay yeah um the only thing i knew about the andrew garfield movies before i saw no way home were the villains and gwen stacy's death mm. that was it and with tote with not toby there's too many t's tom with tom holland spider-man um that was pretty much my first Spider-Man that I remember. So like him being a really nerdy high, actually high school looking kid. Um, looking like a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> looking like a toddler was just really cool. And just his whole arc from homecoming to no way home. is just really good and unique while also being just very in line with the themes of Spider-Man. So I really like him. I don't I'm torn, honestly, between Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield as not only my favorite Spider-Man, but my favorite Peter Parker. Wow. Yeah. Hot takes all around. The takes are hot, like the pizza. Pizza time. Pizza time. It, we had to sneak it in at some point. You know what else was hot? Hell, remember that time Spider-Man sold his marriage to Mephisto? I mean, when you're married to MJ, who wouldn't, right? And <laughs> take my <laughs> wife, please. Fair, fair what, what about you, Boop? Uh, I mean, we we kind of have we've talked we talked MCU Spider-Man kind of broadly, and, and it was there that we decided like No Way Home is its whole other yes. own conversation. But it's kind of a catch-up and kind of as as you've stewed and souped in the Spider-Man, um, how do you <laughs> feel about? <laughs> boop soup soup for boop uh yes. how do you feel about his his whole journey uh from civil war till till now this the seeming end of the chapter the, maybe the whole book 
I feel that these movies are a commentary on the loss of innocence through the death of a parent. But that's, you know, a, a big concept that we don't really have time to get into. And also way too intense for me to talk about. I mean, have you met me? Uh, but in general, Tom Holland. Love that guy. I, I, I agree with Michael. I think he is such a great blend. Um, and like we're, we're, we have had something good to say, I think, about each uh, version of him in film. Um, I think the way they built this character, because like obviously all of them are great actors. I, I want to mm. give that props. I think it's just a, ma a matter of the content they're working with. Yes. Um, and so I think we see the pitfalls in some of them. Um, especially in the later uh, film with um, Toby and Spider-Man 3 and everything, where it kind of just gets a little wishy-washy. Uh, they also make him overly dependent on, on MJ, I think. Uh, Three has some missteps, just a one or two. So, and, yeah, I mean, and, and it's an now, movie, though. I, I will say, it is still a fun watch, and I think we, we hit that when we were talking uh, about those films together, was it, it's at least fun, like, it's crazy how even in even though it's not great quality, you can still in, almost enjoy it. Yeah, all all the Raimi movies are really campy, and I feel like people kind yeah. of forget that, and so they rag on three more than they need to because they forget how over the top that universe was to begin with. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy who made Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and Army of Darkness. Completely serious films, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. they're they're high art house films, right? Um. Real, and so, real, yeah. real good French films, too. So. Oh. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just think that because of the progress that's been made in the studio and, and how they've advanced in their ability to write solid characters, um, weave really strong stories, you're going to get a better character. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I do like is that this was able to take the best parts of both previous uh, Spider-Man's and incorporate them in so well. Like, this might be both of their best performances uh, as, yes. as Spider-Man, I think. Because they are yep. untethered. Right, like... By writing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I really enjoy these. Um, I definitely get a lot of people's thing with, like, Far From Home, where it's kind of like, meh. Um, it's an in-between. Um, and, and really, I think retroactively thanks to what it sets up for this one i do like it more now mm -hmm. um definitely yeah. after we watched no way home and i went back to both of them it was definitely oh this this is actually a fun ride because i see where this is going yeah and it doesn't have that gamey tool jake gyllenhaal yeah jake, jake gyllenhaal what is up with that guy right <laughs> wizard um <laughs> we were robbed though have you guys seen um the release of the that like the concept art of the concept art yes yeah it was we I were gonna get mysterio versus dr strange come on only if it's bruce campbell though i wouldn't be shocked if that showed up in multiverse of madness in some way probably i mean at this point they're setting up so much for uh, that film well and 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 a great segue to our next point right so uh spider-man inadvertently helps break the, the bounds of reality and, and gets us further into multiverse of madness. Listen, um, it's not Peter's fault that <laughs> uh, Dr. Strange didn't take his riddle in that morning. Okay. <laughs> Listen, true. you just need to focus to be, to be fair. Dr. Strange in that scene is me uh, hanging out with any child. Yeah, that's uh, true. <laughs> I'm yep. clearly trying to be an adult and do something and you are pestering me. Yeah. What do you want? What did you guys think of the dynamic between Strange and Peter? Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I think I haven't been the biggest fan of the, the MCU getting involved in my Spider-Mans like, ah, like Iron Man showing up in homecoming. I, I didn't dislike <laughs> it as much as some others, but I was just like, I just would rather be watching Spider-Man than Iron Man right now That's in my Spider-Man movie. But, um, no, I felt like Dr. Strange's inclusion was, was great here. And it, even his fight with Peter, where it turns into a Dr. Strange movie, I really enjoyed, you know, that was freaking it, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Also, the way all that it, magic is math. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and it, the fact that it gives Peter an opportunity to show off math against magic, you know? And the fact and, that and math teachers are going to look at this entire sequence and 
and just use it as an example in math classes for the future to come and i'm gonna freaking hate it here's the thing if this is not confirmation that i will never be a wizard and i i hate that I hate that so much. I, I I'm stuck being a bard for the rest of my life. <laughs> I think Warlocks it also just, are where it's at. It, it confirmed you have Delsing. to be a mathematician to be a magician. Uh, so I think you. all of us are out. <laughs> Except for you. Uh, I mean, I can moderately. I can I can balance a checkbook in my day. Uh, <laughs> um, One of those freaks that can do math in your head. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, it was radioactive goo. I was bitten by a math textbook. It, you, know. you were bitten by a radioactive math teacher? <laughs> yes. Right. Mr. Lyons, yep. <laughs> um, that was actually, shout out to my seventh grade uh, math teacher. He let me draw on all my tests. And he bit me. Absorbing radiation. No, don't ruin a man's life with a joke. We'll see. Um, I've done that before, and I'll do it again. Right. Cancel so. culture at its finest. <laughs> uh, I, I I will say the trailers did a really good misdirect, or maybe it was just poor editing for the trailer. It set it up like Doctor Strange was going to be an idiot and mess up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that didn't happen because that really didn't wasn't going to jive with me. <laughs> So what I I found interesting, I sh- I should preface by talking about my experience with the movie. I didn't watch the trailers before seeing it. Yeah, because you're a sociopath. I intentionally avoided watching all the trailers. So the only things I knew going into it are whatever screenshots leaked into my Twitter feed. There there and might so, be a Spider-Man. You know? no, I was I knew a bunch of old characters were coming back and that uh the the two other Spidermans were probably gonna be in it. Um, but I, I didn't know how I, I assumed Dr. Strange flubbed up some magic, but I didn't know the exact like parameters behind it. So that was really interesting for me to go in kind of blind like that. You are a man of strong will and I cannot relate. I was the exact opposite. I got spoiled on like (laughs) three things. Yeah. Like three big things too. Andrew showing up, Aunt May's death and like one other thing. So I would have been so pissed off. And that's the thing. I'm such a cat. Like, there was a point in my life before I saw this movie that I was just kind of, I was like this close to just kind of finding the entire plot and just reading it. Cause I just had no interest whatsoever in the movie. Cause like, I'm just not huge into Marvel. And it's been a complete 180. Yeah. That movie has just completely just changed my entire perspective on just Marvel. I was like, shit, yep. that was good. Uh, <laughs> what else I it is what? incredibly unique, and we will maybe never have another movie like it. Oh, we'll see. yeah. This Hunter, actually just reminds Hunter me of with another the bad words. Yeah, this actually <laughs> just reminds me of another question, and Michael just already answered it. What spoilers... If any, did you guys know going into your first uh, viewing of it? So, so that was what I was going to say. Was I miraculously uh, missed everything, um, and so to the nice. point that by the time, and that's what I appreciated about them, uh, the other Spider Men arriving later, uh, is because by that point, I, like the light in me had died, and I accepted that that wasn't going to happen. You know, I had talked myself into believing that, no, it was just all rumors and hype and everything, and it, it's okay. Um, and so when it did happen, uh, it, it really hit me hard. Um, and, of course, right after the whole Aunt May thing. So it was just... Yep. I, yeah. I, I, I cried I, twice. <laughs> ditto. I cried several times. That that one definitely... Yep. It was, I mean, it was pretty much from... The fight breaking out in the hotel or in in, in Happy's uh, condo mm-hmm. to the end was an emotional roller coaster. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I think uh, the whole movie just felt so emotional for me because it felt like I had been rewarded for twenty years of being a Spider-Man fan. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> like ever since I've been a kid, I've been growing up on these movies, and the fact that there are so many little references and callbacks, and they bring all the old actors back and whatnot, yeah. just it was such a great payoff to to just 20 years of being a fan. Exactly. Dude, I just, there are times where I still think, like, this movie's real. Like, it's yeah. 
Great. Straight up, when I when I first walked out of the movie, my exact review of it was, it's like someone made a movie just for me. Like, right? someone said, I'm making a movie for you, Michael McCoy, and that's why I'm going <laughs> to put all these little weird this things. This is Michael's movie, and now, it, there remember... is not a single trioculus in sight. <laughs> Basically, yeah, as I... close as you can get to a movie made for me without including trioculus in it. Yeah. Trioculus in the Multiverse of Madness, it's going to happen now. It's gonna confirm. happen. Multiple Tom sources have confirmed. Show up. <laughs> yep. Um, Get a pop out of one of the magic portals and just wreck shop. Yep. That's what he needs to do. But um, yeah, I remember the first time I walked out of the theater, I was like, okay, that was pretty neat. It was pretty good. And then this is this is to me, this is a mark of a good move of a really good movie in my eyes. And like I'm easy to please when it comes to pretty much every single story. Like, I always find something I really, really like about something. The more I thought about it, I was like, no, this uh, this was really good. Yeah. And oh, I'm so happy I rewatched. I'm so happy I rewatched the, the McGuire movies and watched the Andrew Garfield movies because the first thing I remember I wasn't big on in No Way Home was just the ending choice Peter made. I was just like, eh, it doesn't feel like I, I wasn't like it's it's a complete character assassination of, of Peter Parker's entire journey and arc. I'm not going that far, but like I was just kind of like eh, on it. And I got to tell you, rewatching all the previous Spider-Man movies. Well, besides, like, I only had time for Maguire and Garfield. I was like, all right, I don't really need to watch to Tom's movies because I already have them in my head. Seeing the ending with all those movies in mind, I was like, okay, this is it's, a it's pretty perfect. Yeah, it it's pretty perfect because, like, I realized immediately, like, that's that's the decision those two would have made that's the decision mm -hmm. that andrew should have made at the end of amazing spider-man one to cut yes. gwen out of his life yeah right and, and like maybe if, she if would they, still have a spinal cord like if they had a <laughs> too many neck it's bones there it's just broken dude <laughs> stop remember that time that she had kids kids with norman osborne and they, they tried no. to kill spider-man <laughs> Ruining that's character assassination. <laughs> that is character, yeah, character assassination. <laughs> um, yes. But just like I was talking with my friend who's like huge into Spider Man, and I'm like, you realize if, if they were given the chance to do that, they would take. Like, oh, yeah, every single one of them would have made the same decision. Well, yeah. in, in, in a just... way, it, um, it highlights everything they didn't get right so uh toby's peter parker wasn't able to save his friend um you know uh andrews wasn't able to save his love and and you know outside of the context of you know getting to just have a happily ever after with these characters but he he got to make sure that they get to live on be happy and and in the best way possible protect them um and so it, it's crazy how much it is an a, a, a culmination, a culmination, a culmination, a culmination uh, yes. of all Spider-Men's before him. Um, and I, I love the idea of how many people, how many youngsters especially are going to go back to those older movies they weren't alive for mm -hmm. um, or that they're they were dissing as hashtag not my Spider-Man yeah. um, and seeing them differently because they showed up in their Spider-Man's movie. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because I, I know growing up, uh, being a big fan of the animated show first, when I first heard a Spider-Man movie was coming out, I didn't care about quality. Yes. I was there. Exactly. I was, I was over the moon. Um, You're talking about the 90s Spider-Man animated series, right? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. excellent. The, the one where, where Mary Jane was a clone of Hydro-Man and then evaporated? Yes. Just like what? a senator. <laughs> Yeah, just like that guy in X Men. Oh yes, Senator Casey. Isn't Kelly. 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 I knew it was a K. Kelly. Um, Have you ever seen that action figure, of Senator <laughs> Kelly? It's just I water. <laughs> I'll send it to you later. Um, but yeah, like I, I didn't realize how much was still left there of that childhood for me um, until Toby did show up. 
um, because that was the big one for me when he came through and he was still Peter Parker. He was still yeah. Spider-Man to me. He was just a guy in, in exactly. grandma's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> a, yeah, a very hot guy, apparently. Uh, Abuela was into that. Um, <laughs> Did not like Andrew Garfield, but she was all <laughs> no. for Toby Maguire. <laughs> it's, the qua- it's the quaffed hair. Exactly. He's um, unapproachable. Uh, but I, I will say... Um, this did, and if you want, like our thoughts of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man uh, before or just Garfield in general, before No No Way Home, uh, we have an episode uh, back in December about that. Uh, I can say that this film fundamentally changed Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man outing for yes. me. Um, it did. Oh, I I looked at you during the movie, and I was like, dang it! I didn't. I didn't I like hate, those movies. Now. I didn't hate. I didn't build, have to build on a foundation of hate. I will say, but. I definitely think he did not get to shine. He didn't yeah. get his movie. You did use a bit of hate spackle in your foundation building. Though. <laughs> there was a little grump in there. Um, but I, I loved absolutely every scene where Andrew Garfield just got to be Peter. Exactly. Like he just got to be him. Because he's funny. He's great. He's phenomenal. He's British. You had no idea that he was. British. I forget some people are British. Okay, it was every that time, one and Henry Cavill. Every time Henry British Cavill too. shows up, I'm like, this is a stupid accent. They should really just let him be American. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember it, but it just it's, vanishes. It's because of uh, oh dang, what's that stupid uh, Mission Impossible? <laughs> that he, well, he exists he's... only as that guy in your head. You mean, you know, the, well, where I mean the trailers where the gun cocking sounds when he pumps his fist? That's the only thing exactly. I remember about that. Movie. Man, that that that's yeah. the only thing people allow what him is, to do m- these days. Min, min, what is stopping you from being Henry Cavill? <laughs> Mission Impossible. <laughs> Not a enough gem. mustache. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, Want to call out and see? This is one of the benefits of uh, joining us for the live stream. Is maybe your comment gets thrown up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nolan mentioned a great point. Um, kind of taking us into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, we never got to see Tom Holland, Spider-Man, uh, get his power, and that's where it, he felt like uh, the disconnect was for them. Uh, but loved seeing him as Spider-Man. Uh, but for me, favorite is Morales. Uh, no questions there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Miles that. Morales is excellent. Uh, um, I, and- I used to not be that crazy about Miles Morales just because I didn't grow up with him, and so I wasn't as familiar. But mm-hmm. after rewatching Spider-Verse, and I literally just beat uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, like a week ago. Nice. It, that character is incredible. Like, I I would totally be fine one day if we don't have any more Peter Parker stories and just Miles Morales as Spider-Man, you know? Exactly. We just get youth pastor Tobey Maguire in there. <laughs> yep. So that <laughs> cool youth mentor. pastor Tobey Maguire. Exactly. Right. Um. So yeah, so we didn't really get uh, an origin story for for Holland's outing as Spider Man. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and, and the the lack of Uncle Ben in particular true. always kind of hurt this Spider Man a little bit for me, and and just not Go knowing and being able to see. I know, yeah. Uh, but now this movie having Aunt May be the new Uncle Ben, in a way, <laughs> it kind of makes it work. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, I found it year. super unique. That they just didn't really touch on Holland's uh, mm-hmm. origin story. Like, they like, honestly, hint at it in Civil War, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they and, talk like, about honestly, it. the fact that they're doing an anim like an animated series on it, like, kind of hope they just go with the whole like he gets bit, we see his powers, we see him try to become Spider Man, and that's it. We don't do any of the Uncle Ben stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. I kind of just really hope they don't touch that because I just found that so unique that they just yeah. took yeah. that archetype and were like, yeah, but let's twist it. Mm-hmm. So Right. So what we're so familiar with seeing with this character was reduced to two lines in um, Homecoming. Yeah. I got bit by a radioactive spider. It's dead, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't do that to Aunt May, not after all she's been through. That's all, like, that's all we get yeah. of yep. this Spider-Man's universe. Um, and, but I like what you said, Connor, and and like that's what I think I've seen retroactively uh, in this MCU trilogy is they've spread out those big character moments for the early Peter Parker mm. across three films, really. Yeah, um, and I think the argument could be made that these three movies are his origin story. Oh, totally. Like, like we're definitely setting up something Exactly. Like we are building up to the Spider-Man that we see in. The animated series or like uh 
the back half of the first Raimi Spider-Man and beyond. Mm-hmm. Like this right is on. poor Peter Parker living in a dumpy apartment. <laughs> Nerd by day, hero by night. Exactly. No longer Spider-Boy, I am Spider-Man. I looked it up because I was just really curious. He could get into MIT. He could. Off of G, mean, off a of GED, with- off a of GED, and he's and he's and he could tech. I'm guessing he's technically quote unquote homeschooled. He could legit get into. Oh MIT. my gosh, like, that's the title for the fourth film, Connor. Spider Man homeschooled. You've done it. No, 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 <laughs> Galaxy no, Brain no, over no, here. No, no, no. I have to find it. I made a joke about home or whatever. And like, I gotta find it because a friend of mine was like, "Yeah, I think you just leaked the Spider-Man Four title." And I was like, "Shit, I'm gonna find it right now." Honor with but these keep, bad words, keep, man. Keep talking. I'm sorry. We're gonna I we're just, gonna put you in the corner. I get passionate Don't about doing that again. <laughs> oh no, I brought Qui Gon on you. Don't um, make me call Space Dad. Uh, let um, me see if I can find it. Who was I, I want to pose a question to everyone. Uh who was everyone's favorite returning villain in this movie? Because that was the thing that got the biggest kick out of me. I mean, Doc Ock was always my favorite in the Raimi trilogy. So like seeing him again and Alfred Molina having an excellent time. Oh yeah. Is just because <laughs> he did so it for the money. Fun. Exactly. <laughs> He's a slut in that kind of way. Right. Yeah. You know, These are his like... words, by the way, for the for those with sensitive ears. He's uh, a fiddler on no. the roof, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I it it has to be for me. And and like it's a super stupid reason, like super nostalgic, but it's literally just that scene where he sees Toby's Peter and has that like, wow, you're all grown up. Like that yeah. proud. Trying to do like, better. Uh, exactly. they they reduced all of the good of their relationship from Spider-Man 2 into 10 seconds of screen time and yep. phenomenal um, for me my favorite was Willem Dafoe coming back as Goblin um, just because this time. <laughs> because he overacts it to he dials it up not to 11 but to 13 or 14 like and he has the rubber face to do it yes he they just let him go all out he chews the scenery in every scene he's in and it is (laughs) glorious yeah he was delicious um just like the face he makes when he's like choking spider-man on the ground on like the condo and doing sick wrestling moves on him i I have i have to believe he consumed all the memes and was just like i'm going to be this green goblin (laughs) yep yep okay i found the title for spider-man 4 it's probably multiple sources have confirmed all right multiple yes multiple sources have confirmed uh this this (laughs) this is a nerd herder exclusive uh connor this is a scoop. Do, it's a two scoops. Scoop. It's a boop. Scoop. scoop. All right, Connor, hit it. Scoop. Spider-Man <laughs> Four, not my home. <laughs> there we go. I like that. Um, one. You heard it here. Uh, directed by Sam Raimi. Um, it's happening. And Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> and Bryce Dallas Howard. Mostly Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> yes. But um, he just comes yeah. out of nowhere as Gwen Stacy. So I don't know. So honestly, with the returning villains question. I really don't know because like if you ask if you asked me that question after my first uh viewing of the movie, Defoe, no doubt. But after watching the uh all the movies before my second viewing, it's really Lizard. close between Doc Ock and Defoe. But like I'm probably gonna go with Defoe because he was just absolutely killer and just delicious Incredible. in the role. Yeah, like, and Norman's on sabbatical, honey, is just such a good line. And the, <laughs> and the way he delivers it is just, oh, mm, um, cinema. And and although, uh, and, and I think it just has to do with a lot of nostalgia, but although we favor uh, those, I, I am so glad. Uh, and, and, and of course, getting Sandman back. I mean, anytime that you get Thomas back in his, one of his most fitting roles. I mean, oh yes. he's Sandman. Let's just be yeah. honest. Um, but uh, for the amazing Spider-Man villains to come through, to get Lizard and get Electro. Uh, and the fact that they treated those characters with respect and not like, hey, look at this goofy mother effort, exactly. you know? How crazy right. is it that this man's a Lizard? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Keep him away from Dan. Like, you know. I mean, that's a good point. I 
and then discovering the problem with the lizard. Right. Which is he's no snoot. Uh, right. That's, yeah. Well, that's the biggest problem. Is that a Yoshi? Um, yeah, like, I appreciate that it wasn't terribly tongue-in-cheek with them. Um, the, the most tongue-in-cheek they got was making a couple jokes about the electric eel thing. And even then, yes. it was it was not, like, insulting to the I mean, character. it was just, it's literally just a really crazy day at work. I mean, <laughs> it's, like, just, <laughs> it's just a little silly. And yeah. everyone's like, man, crazy what that'll do to you. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, in a room full of supervillains, eventually you're always going to have that one guy that's really cool and got there with really awkward uh, yeah. origins. Yes. Um, um, and so, yeah, I, 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 I appreciate lizard just got to be lizard, um, <laughs> you know, just ripping up junk and, and everything. Um, and, uh, but yeah, and I really loved Jamie and amazing Spider-Man too. Yes. And I think he did phenomenal with what he was given. And I think here he was given the character he definitely should have had. Yes. Yes. Um, and I love that we get no explanation why he's hot all of a sudden, like, you're just Jamie Fox now. You're not yeah. you're not that that fourth blue man in the group. Um, you know, it's amazing. Which I was not expecting to love that character so much in this movie. Like he Yeah, he they my... sort of retroactively made him a better character. Exactly. <laughs> well, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Because no. they called on tenants of him that were always there when he was still just mm-hmm. Max. And, he's like, cool. He he genuinely was conflicted about Am I high on power? Am I like? Am I just drunk mm-hmm. on on this uh, energy wave, or a, am I really just Max? Can yeah. I can I be just Max again now that I've had like? I love that every one of them got to be complex in a film that had exactly. what five six villains. Like, yeah. I mean, it it's pretty insane because what have we always criticized Spider Man movies for? Too many villains. Too many villains. Exactly. And they've shown, like, it can be done. And they do a fantastic job of giving us time to sit with each villain and explore them. Not, like, extensively, but you get their motivation. You get where they're coming from and then making them people. Yeah, and, like, even, like, by having them not be a totally unified force at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, you know? Like, Sandman is trying to just figure out, like, where the box is. But then, like, Electro's kind of screwing him over a little bit in the fight. Sandman's just afraid of, of getting murdered or whatever by, by a weirdo Peter he doesn't know. Right. Yeah. Which, and I love that, is like, you're not my Peter. Like, yeah. It's kind of cute. It is cute. It's, it's, it's kind of adorable that him, him and uh, Toby's Peter kind of have, have their little thing. Yeah. There's familiarity. And also you know, the fact that um, Peter wanted to like redeem the villains is just really, yes. really yes. awesome. The most, most Spider-Man movies, thing. It's exactly. it's honestly yeah, it's the most Spider-Man thing, and it's just like most movies. I don't want to sound like those guys, but like most movies nowadays, just like <laughs> and it well, would just and be, that's another common complaint with Spider-Man movies too, is that they always kill the villains at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, Goblin, Doc Ock, Venom. Lazard didn't die, but he might as well have. Right. What, what's what's the use going through life with one arm? I mean, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Being wow. in prison, talking to menacing man in a hat. Yeah, right. I uh, mean, yep. it is um, a very fancy hat. Well, so and, yeah, that and was two, a standout scene for me. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and like I said, like the, the most Spider-Man thing to do. Uh, and, and I love that that gets to be his really defining character moment um, for Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man. And, and I didn't realize the first time watching it how significant it was that, um, like, he couldn't let go with, um, with, with Goblin. Mm-hmm. And it had to be Toby's uh, Spider-Man that jumped in. Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the third time that I cried. And Andrew helped, too, throwing him the cure. Like, like, Andrew, exactly. Andrew saved his girlfriend. Toby saved his humanity. <sighs> that was the right. second two time pillars I of Two pillars of... Of Tom Holland's character right there. Right. And what's Saved. what's really cool is, um, although, brothers. yes, the villain does end up usually dying, in Toby's Spider-Man, after the first one, after his first encounter with chasing down Ben's killer, he does try to help Goblin. He does try to help Doc Ock. And he does try and help Harry. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that none of those worked out. 
except this one exactly. when he got to save somebody else from making those mistakes. Oof. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just, it's cinema. It's Screw cinema. Martin Scorsese. Screw him. I can't even pronounce his, his name. Um, but yeah, I, I just, there's so much to love uh, about uh, especially all the chemistry of the Spider-Mans and everything, but um, I love that they gave them time to just like sit around and just chit chat for like three or four minutes. Yes, like yes, it wasn't was excellent. a rush to a big dumb fight. It was like, yeah, let's talk about that time I fight a bought a man in a rhinoceros <laughs> suit. You know, what? Well, yeah. and, and and especially too, we got to get all of them being nerds. Like, exactly that. Like that was such a reduced point of uh, Toby's character uh, after yeah. the first film. Yeah, you know he's good at science, but you don't really get to see him being a huge nerd. Right, and then I mean, um, even in three, he's like, "Hey, Doc Connors, figure out what this black goo stuff is." Right. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, you strangely look like another guy I met in another multiverse. Um, but yeah, like it was, I didn't realize that I needed that. I needed them being Mm -hmm. nerds together. That was pretty cool. The whole Um, Peter Parker, like pointing meme. That uh, came alive. Dude. I, in, in that overly extended dry scene of just Peter, which one, (laughs) like like that, which is a conversation that I've had in real life. I know it went too long, but I loved every dry second of it. Yes. Yeah. Same. And also also the exasperated. Peter three. (laughs) (laughs) And and not only, and then um, two, I I like the meta-ness of that little exchange uh, you brought up, Michael, uh, where like they console and validate Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. They do. They do. They they undo a a decade of, uh, you know, internet horror for this man. Um, and totally I mean, Sony did, did that man no favors, so I'm glad that they didn't yeah. disparage him for things out of his control. Right. Yep. And, and I, yeah, I just feel like that was such a real moment. Um, but I, I, again, going back to like I said earlier, I think this was the best any of them have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for this to be the way that we get to remember uh, the past Spider-Mans with Toby and Andrew and, and getting this as a part of, if not the end of Tom's story. I like, I'm, it, this is so good. I'm almost okay if it's the end. Yeah. Uh, but I do want more. I, and, and, and I posit to you, uh, what's, what do you think, what, what do you want uh, from the MCU as far as Spider Man's concerned uh, for isn't, the future? Isn't that the guy from Nerd Academy? Stellar Yeah. Spoderman. I, I <laughs> do have an idea just because I want to see how they do it. Clone Saga. Ooh. Is that I, the- I want things to get nutty and, and <laughs> do a, a proper Clone Saga. I think they could pull it off, honestly. I want Spider Noir in live action. Played by Nicolas Cage. <sighs> if, Only played by Nicolas Cage. If we must. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, I want I want to see Ben Riley. I want to see Kane. I want to see Spider Side. All the Spider-Man clones. The, yes. the Spider-Man that's just spiders in the shape of a man. <laughs> yes. yes. Man-Spider. Man that's spider. another story we can do. Right. Um, Way cooler than Man-Bat. Man-Bat is pretty cool, though. Uh, oh. I just want Ned, him to be back with Ned and MJ. That's mm. it. not going to happen. I, it needs to, stop, though. For Michael, Connor's mental stop. health. Stop. Right. My, Michael's like, just well, an like, anarchist. It's, it's a sort of... Like, I don't, because it's just going to be really interesting how the writers approach it. Because, like, you obviously can't, I mean, I mean, I mean, like, the script even, like, hints at, like, the fact that MJ is slowly starting to recognize Peter. Mm-hmm. And, like, me, and that's, like, a sort of, it's just going to be interesting what they do with it, because, like, I'm just curious if they're gonna go if they do write that story because they probably will um if they go the route of like um he they start to figure stuff out or it's just a case of like he tries to keep it as separate as possible i really don't know it's just gonna be because i know honestly i want it to be in a way where it's like they're Friendship organically 
starts up again and it doesn't feel like a sort of reverse of Peter's decision. I think it would be, mm-hmm. I think honestly, I think the best way to put it is like if they start the friendship and not him. I so that would be good. I think that would be a good way to reincorporate them back to the story. And also yep. I have a question. Does Ned still have Peter in his phone? And is it still that silly face that he's making? Because I think that would be an interesting way for Peter to prove, like, hey, you know me. I mean, probably not. That's that's quite a question of what is the extent of magic. Does Um, it extend to AI? Does Vision know who Peter is? Does Peter still have a social security number? (laughs) I I feel like it's one of those things where it's more... Does he have to pay taxes? It's more this mental block for everyone. It, it's this idea of like the contact is still there, but it's one of those like uh, Westworld things of it doesn't look like anything to me. Like pe- the people are reprogrammed to not see those things. Mm-hmm. But like, what about like internet articles from the Daily Bugle where it's like Peter Parker is Spider Man? Do they just see is Spider Man? Oh, oh, they're probably <laughs> no. I think they're probably just wiped. Like they're gone. Maybe. And I'm to be fair, I'm actually glad they didn't try and go into the exact mechanics of all this in the oh, movie because yeah, it stupid. would have taken 20 minutes to explain. <laughs> yeah. it right, could like, be it, like it's fake in New York. I mean, what do we care? Exactly. Yeah. It could be like that uh, time in the Fl- I think it was Justice League animated where Lex Luthor took over the Flash's body and mm-hmm. he's staying in front of the mirror and he takes off his mask. Like, I have no idea who this is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know this man. <laughs> so underwhelming. Exactly. Um, I, I do wonder if it wouldn't be something similar like to what we've seen with um, Wanda uh, with um, that show. Cause it seemed like people could awaken a little bit, could remember. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it depends on the willpower. So I could see something like that happening with Ned and MJ for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point that they choose to re-engage. I, I agree yeah. with you, Connor. I think it, they have to choose to take on the risk of knowing Spider-Man. Like, yeah. like that has to be the, the big thing if we go forward with that. Um, I'm also okay if they leave it alone for a movie. Uh, maybe not jump right back mm-hmm. into it. Um, but I, Or I just, have Ned and MJ come back as new villains that Spider-Man has. Right, Ned finally becomes the Hobgoblin. I was going to um, say, make him the Hobgoblin. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that he would eat up that role. But, um, oh, he'd be excellent. Yeah, like, I, I don't... I Honestly, mean, it, all I would need... Have you guys seen that meme video of uh, Ned, of Ned's um, face superimposed over Thanos? No. Yes, I what? have. I need it that is. just for the... I just need that for the Hobgoblin. Just literally yes. Ned. Just no, acting no different, and he's just Ned in this His evil costume. face. It, it would be great, uh, as Austin mentioned, if Peter Parker was trapped in that one episode of Murder, She Wrote, where she couldn't prove her identity. That's uh, true. <laughs> because five people were pretending to be J.B. Fletcher. Right. I do I'm wonder Peter what Parker. his... I, we have who? no record of a Peter Parker. Well, I guess there is the benefit. He doesn't have to go by an alias because he could just go by his name that nobody remembers. It's true. But, yeah. but again, if it's a mental block, wouldn't it just be like, hi, I'm Womp Womp? Like, <laughs> how does this... <laughs> Oh my gosh. I feel like we're going to yeah. get a meta line in the future of just like, it's magic. No one understands it. Let's, exactly. let's just move on. Uh, but as we have established. Who am I going to ask about this? Doctor Strange? He doesn't know who I am. <laughs> oh, dude. That is a good question of like, what would be the character that would most emotionally affect you to like look Peter in the eye and say, oh, hi, Peter. What's up? Because I think Doctor Strange would absolutely break Peter in that moment. What's the most out of the realm? character right now that could Loki. Ha- be unaffected by Doctor Strange's magic. Mysterio. <laughs> Bruce Campbell himself. Bruce? Yep. No, all three Bruce Campbells Campbell. from all three of the Raimi <laughs> movies. Right, that's the next brought step. In. <laughs> um, also, the ending scene when he's swinging around because I'm just i just trying, I'm thinking of heroes and it just got me thinking of Hawkeye. Like, the ending scene when he's swinging around and it's like the big Christmas tree. I just need, I would yes. honestly not mind seeing like a Hawkeye, uh, ha- Haley Steinfeld, I can't remember the character's name, mm-hmm. uh, and um, just Spider-Man team up. I just think they're, I just think that dynamic would just be super wholesome and really cool. 
That would yeah, be well, and I think in general, the, the cast that the MCU is setting up is we definitely have the like mentor category and then we have the young hero category kind mm-hmm. of building up. And I, I think Peter just would fit so perfectly in that. Um, it, it's definitely going to come down to, and I think that's going to be the conundrum that people pay way more than we do uh, have to figure out of how do we get an unknown character back in the known? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, how do we reintegrate him uh, with these characters? Because so much of what the MCU is, even when we have great solo films, the point is for the team up, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's always leading to the team up. And so uh, that's got to be, I think, the big goal is how do we get back there? Uh, and maybe this multiverse breaking uh, phase that we're in with the MCU will pave the way for that. Uh, and just everything becomes a crap show and everything is undone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could very well be. Um, definitely more excited for Multiverse of Madness now, though. Me yes. too. Yep. Big time. I was already Same. excited for it, but this just added another level of excitement. Uh, I just, I, I, if, if this movie gave me just two hours of Dark Side Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange just going at it, just philosophically, I'd be completely fine. I, I want I want Multiverse of Madness to do what the '90s Spider-Man show did, and have Baron Mordo team up with Carnage to drain people of their life force so that they can revive Dormammu. There you go, uh, Dormammu. I've come to bargain. Um, yeah, like I, I I think that the multiverse breaking that well, like we have two things really going on with the MCU right now. The MCU is kind of going to space a lot more. And the multiverse. So it's like magic and space, the two most unknown and ridiculous things we can do with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and so I really, to think that uh, this great character they've established wouldn't be a part of that kind of stinks. And so I'm hoping that um, we start to pave the way for reintroducing him. I'm okay with it taking a pause. And I totally get Tom Holland being like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I don't want to be Toby uh, in 20 years. Um Cool. Can respect that. A man only looks good in tights for so long. So, you know. As Peter B. Bart Parker has proven. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Eventually the sweatpants come out. Um, And so, but that that is true. We do have um, Enter the Spider-Verse to look forward to as the next Spider-Man content for sure. Um, I don't know. Um, Do we know if the the Disney Plus shows soonish? Because they're doing that animated thing. What do your multiple sources say, Michael? Uh, multiple source- sources confirm that I don't know much about the Disney Plus shows. So. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm usually pretty casual Some when it sources comes to Marvel you stuff, have. So. Exactly. <laughs> we need to get you in touch with Charlie Scoops Ashby. All, oh, yeah. all I do know about the Disney Plus shows is everyone should be watching Book of Boba Fett. Exactly. Uh, it's great. We're having a fun ride. Um, and we will be talking about it in a few weeks, actually. Yes, we will. Um, so looking forward to that. The review of Boba Fett. The book um, report. Of the Boba book Fett. report. There you go. I, I think, think someone Star else has already has, is yeah. doing that. Dang it, Alex. Fine. I can take him. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> no, probably not. Because I'm, I'm a, I am a weak up. man. Um, uh, also, I respect him too much. That's true. I respect no man. Although he works with that guy Jackson. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of poor character. Yeah, you mean the guy who runs that Pong Krell stan account? Right. What is up with that garbage? I mean, they'll just let anybody on Twitter. Who stands Pong Krell? Did you hear the latest that there is a Pong Krell day coming up? That it is, in fact, next Friday, February 4th. Oh my gosh. Honestly. What a horrible thing that everyone should go definitely investigate on Twitter. Yeah. At Pong Krell stan. Go harass Jackson the Leppy about it. Uh, yes. He's got all the answers and laser eyes. Um, well, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us, um, chatting about something clearly we all I- enjoy and had a lot of thoughts on. Uh, I'm sure we could have gone a lot longer, but that, that is the show. But uh, I really just have wants... one question. Yes. yes. Top five scenes. Oh. oh, my gosh. You choose in the last five minutes of this show to do this. I, I've got my top five list prepared. So oh, I can... oh my gosh. I've got Dang. 11. <laughs> you nerd. <laughs> you came prepared. I, le- I, I read the script. I had nothing to do at work today, so I did this. Um, <laughs> All right, enough burritos us. to be made. Uh, my number five moment, which I have labeled as number six for some reason. I don't know how that happened. 
Michael um, can't count. Confirmed. Uh, number five was Doc Ock showing up and the whole bridge fight. Um, just because, like, I knew that it was coming because I had seen the screenshots. But hearing him say, hello, Peter, and then ask, what have you done with my machine? I lost Good it. impression. Good impression. It is. Um, and then number four moment is the uh, all three Spider-Man just having a chat on the Statue of Liberty. Just... <laughs> Just chilling, talking about their their own ex- weird experiences. Totally. Um, number three was uh, Andrew Garfield saving MJ. Mm. Just yeah, I can't say enough good things about that moment. Uh, number two was the death of Aunt May, which had me sobbing in the theater. Um, mm-hmm. I was inconsolable. Um, and then my number one moment was all three Spider Man meeting for reals. Um, that also had me crying i was Mm -hmm. it was so rewarding and validating and having them all connect over the death of their loved ones it it hit home yeah yeah it's awesome connor top five i'm gonna your 11 okay uh yeah okay (laughs) top five uh fifth subscribe to our patreon for the other six (laughs) (laughs) we'll pour you out it's okay uh... oh for sure I could go. <laughs> um, number five would be Doc Ock being cured because just that was just a really emotional scene for me. Uh, number four would be just all three Spider Men chatting on the Statue of Liberty. Just their whole dynamic was just phenomenal. Uh, three would be Andrew and Toby appearing and talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Two would be Peter, the Spidey sense scene in the condo slash Norman's on sabbatical, honey. Yes, and obviously as have most to of, choose. Yep, <laughs> and obviously as most of you probably know already, Andrew saving MJ. That just the second I saw it, that scene, I knew it was my favorite. Oh yes. yeah, so the boop, the boop, the me. Oh god, uh, <laughs> it's my turn to speak. Oh dear God, right? Um, <laughs> On your own show, <laughs> preposterous. What's it like to have to think about listening? <laughs> right. <laughs> It sucks. I hate the it. ADHD I'm never doing is it again. Real with this one. Uh, number five is the conversation on the Statue of Liberty. These are in no particular order. I love all of them equally. That said, number four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four is Garfield showing up uh, because that entire scene in the kitchen is hilarious. Can you get that? I just love that, that it's in a kitchen. <laughs> exactly. Like, I love the bread. It's like, exactly. you're a deep mistrust in person. And I respect that. Right. I love that they fixed Abuela's kitchen too. That was nice. Um, Number three is all of the conversations in the dungeon because all of that is just fantastic character work. There's no nice way to say it. It's literally the dungeon of a wizard. Exactly. And we didn't even talk about just how insane it was having them all together talking to each other. Yes. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two is Garfield saving MJ because. That was a hard-hitting scene. Uh, and number one would be Toby saving Tom from making a horrible, horrible decision to kill Norman Osborn. Because that was intense in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Absolutely. I Respectable. Um, number, number five for me would have to be um, the Spider-Mans showing up. Yes. Just again, not being spoiled on that. Kept it very high for me uh emotionally and everything um and then like it's it's a very long scene but it's just so fun at the same time uh it goes from intensely uh nostalgic to just ridiculous very Mm -hmm. fast but that's that's so spider-man too um number four uh would probably be the um peter you're all grown up like that that whole Lovely exchange mm-hmm. um, between Doc Ock and, and Toby Spider-Man. Uh, number three would definitely be the, um, you're amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. And like this, the, like, I just, can, can we work on this like self-talk thing? Can you just, can you just, can you say it? And, like, you know, like, uh, yep. because I've never been so talked to by Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken to it my could, could be more direct if he looked into the camera. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, uh, that's three. Um, I don't know. I lost count, man. Number two would have to be the uh the tracking shot when they go and take off and do the look like just acrobatic 
web swinging synchronized mm-hmm. together. Um, it's just that wonderful hero reveal dialed up to 11 for me. Uh, and then number one definitely would be the uh, saving MJ. I mean, mm. it's it's hard to top. And especially because, again, because I had given up all hope uh, when I saw that trailer. I was like, that's such a, that man, I wish Andrew Garfield would show up. That would be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so when it did, oh my gosh, yeah. I was That was such a away. nice surprise for me because I didn't see the trailer. I didn't know yeah. that was there coming. There you go. And so, um, yeah, because like it would have been enough. It would have been totally enough if they left it where it was on top of the school where, you know, we see the the grief is still there and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get that, re- I, again, every one of them got redemption. Um, they got the perfect movie. Uh, it's phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely not my favorite MCU movie. I can say that for sure. Um, but I think sitting down for a definitive ranking is something we will have to do soon. So maybe we'll do that on an episode. Uh, maybe we'll uh, argue and pull our hair yeah. out uh, and I'll, see. I'll have to uh, break my boop don't rank rule. <laughs> right. But I guess. Um, you know, you heard it here. Ranking all 20 plus uh, MCU movies. Shang-Chi. Wouldn't be hard at all. That's the one. Uh, guys, uh, again, thank you. Uh, where where can they keep up with you um, uh, for future uh, content and whatnot? Connor, you want to start? Sure. Um, Twitter, Depa Banana. I talk Star Wars and other stuff. Uh, you can find me at the Nerd Academy podcast, specifically the our Star Wars show where we talk Star Wars and other stuff. It's called Nice in the Nerd Republic. It's pretty cool. We just had Michael on. I'm on uh, it. We are on it. That comes out um, Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go check it out. We had a fun conversation about uh, Chapter 5, Return of the Mandalorian, um, and just some other stuff that came into our stream of consciousness. And uh, you can find me super, 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 super slowly writing articles and stories at SWEditorIG.com. I'm working with a very talented and just fantastic group of creators where we crew where we create the SWEU, the Star Wars editor universe, as you saw in this live stream. And if you didn't, and if you listen to this via podcast, check out the live stream. The guy himself, the man himself, Austin SWE showed up in the live chat. Uh, nice. Our big thing is we create, we create our own original stories while also adding to Star Wars canon and also honoring it. We're not just rewriting the prequels just because like we could because it's fanfic. We're keeping in line with everything that Lucasfilm has done within the canon and is still because doing. it's good. Exactly. So, yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, you can find me on Twitter at Local First Order. I will usually be ranting about the Jedi Prince books or some other useless information. Um, you can find me on YouTube, All Remaining Systems. Uh, coming up uh, very soon, I'm working on doing a Star Wars role-playing game series. Um, very exciting. It's going to be very neat. Um, I'm also currently... Multiple sources confirmed. Multiple <laughs> sources have confirmed this. Um <laughs> And also, uh, I've got a new short story in the works. I sometimes write Star Wars short stories and do readings of them. Got a handful on the channel. And I'm doing uh, one. The working title is There Is No Chaos. It is a prequel to There Is No Death. Uh, And so that should be coming out at some point. It's still in the early stages, but uh, you can check that out soon. Awesome. Uh, well, yeah, be sure to check out our guests and all their lovely content. Uh, yeah. We are truly grateful to have such awesome people join us for conversation. Uh, this will be a mainstay for this season of Nerd Herder. We're excited for it. Uh, you will most likely see Connor and Michael back again talking about yes. something else. Um, but so glad Probably. to have them for, yeah. I mean, I, it depends on the reviews. If they say you suck, you're not coming back. I'm sorry. I mean, I say uh, they suck. <laughs> they seem to come back pretty often. They they like that, though. They're boot ma- masochists, um, as is half of the Aren't internet. we all? <laughs> right? So yeah. join our Patreon for $5 a month. She'll insult you. Um, exactly. <laughs> uh, and book but, ASMR. Um, there yes. you go. 
Uh, and so, yeah. And so that said, there's all kinds of important links in the description of this episode, whether it's live or whether you're listening or watching this after the fact. Um, if you are, be sure to uh, leave a like or a review. Uh, it always uh, goes a long way to help us out. Uh, and with that, we'll be back next week. We know we are talking about the Solo, a Star Wars story. We're very excited about that. Um, and as far as who is going to be a part of that, you'll have to wait for the special announcement on Monday uh, for who our exciting guests will be. So we look forward to being back here next week, Friday at 9 for that. Um, and hopefully if you uh, subscribe, you'll get notified and you'll join us too. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys again. And I only have just one more thing to say before we end this episode. I love you guys. Thank you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee.